Hey everyone, welcome today to the Truth Only Show. We have a new episode for you, episode 12. These ones are coming out in order, so you can go back and listen to episode 1 all the way up to episode 12. And here to deliver our message is David Rodriguez. Welcome everyone. Great to have you here with us today on another episode of our show where we deliver you nothing but the truth. And we're talking about the truth about yourself. And what is that? What, is, uh, what we're talking about is your nature, your human nature, which we believe to be the, the most important thing that anybody can know about themselves. And I, we, I, we know it to be true because after many years of studying uh, human nature, it all begins to make sense when you, when you bring it all together and understand that what we're really talking about is yourself, going within yourself, within your own mind, and you will begin to discover all anything that you want. Everything is right there. It's within you. And because uh, to learn to think is to learn to live. You know, because all the suffering in the world, limitations, poverty, sickness, war, what we call sin, is only erroneous thinking. That's all it is, erroneous thinking. You know, and all these problems and issues are just, you know, they're after effects of thought. That's, that's all they are, after effects. So, um, you know, the greatest thing that we all need to learn to deal with in our lives is our subconscious mind. That's, that's what we all learn. We have to learn to deal with is our own subconscious mind because all the answers, everything that you need to know, learn, and understand is really within yourself. You know, um, we will always have struggles in life until we learn to deal with our subconscious mind. That's, that's it. That's, that's the only thing that we really need to understand and need to uh, uh, really grasp, understand, and go within yourself and, and deal with all your problems within yourself. You know, the subconscious mind is also referred to the subjective mind. The reason it's referred to the subjective mind is because Whatever is going on in your with your conscious mind or your objective mind goes into the subjective mind and the subjective mind just responds to it. That's why it's also referred to subjective. It's it responds it's subjective to what you are thinking about. That's that's why uh it is referred to the subjective. Now the topic today is in touch with the subconscious mind. Like, like I said before, it is the most important thing that you need to understand because the closer our rapport with, with it, with the subconscious mind, the more understanding we'll have 
in our lives. Understanding our own lives and what is going on in our own lives is when we get much closer and closer with our own subconscious mind because that is what's really controlling everything that is going on in our lives. So it is so important to get in touch with our subconscious. Now, we must meet it on its own grounds. In other words, we must meet it on how it responds and how it works and how it deals with us. You know, the subconscious mind can only see things from the deductive standpoint. Now, the deductive standpoint means this. The subconscious mind can only respond and create as to what is, ever, what is placed into it. it. It only creates. It doesn't question. It doesn't question what is going into it. It just creates whatever is going into it without even questioning it. Now, that is deductive thinking. That's the only way the subconscious mind works. It is not inductive because the conscious mind or the objective mind can deal with both. It can all be deductive and inductive. In other words, the conscious mind can think about things and and search for solutions for search for solutions to problems or whatever or it can go right directly and begin to create something so the conscious mind is capable of doing both the inductive reasoning or deductive reasoning but it's so important that you understand that the subconscious mind can only and only responds deductively Again, it only goes straight to creating whatever goes into it, regardless of whether it's good or bad. It just gets to work and creates it. Now, we can come in touch with uh, the subconscious. Uh, We can come in touch with the absolute. And how is that? When we, when we withdraw from the relative. Now, what I'm, what I'm referring to is like accomplishing in a goal. We can come in touch with the absolute. It is actually, uh, it is actually very simple to understand. Let's say that you, that, let's say you, you, you choose to play an instrument. Let, let's say that is your goal. You want to learn to play an instrument. Now, if you think in the absolute, which means that you just go directly to what you have to do. What do you have to do? You probably have to purchase the instrument. And then after you purchase the instrument, you have to begin to learn of how the instrument work works. Or And then you have to start taking the lessons. But as long as in your mind you know for a fact that if you take that instrument and work on it every single day, you know that in time you will be playing that instrument for sure because that's the truth about yourself. Now, if you remain in the absolute, you know that as long as you keep going and going and going, put more and more time, you are going to continue and continue to advance in that 
instrument. And you know, when you're dealing with the absolute, you will continue to grow, and there are no limits to what what you can accomplish with that instrument. There are no limits. That's what I'm talking about when you're dealing in the absolute. There is nothing. There is absolutely nothing that will get in your way to stop you from practicing, stop you from learning, and 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 just expanding on your knowledge. And we're talking about anything, not just an instrument. I'm talking about anything that you do. As long as you remain in the absolute, there is nothing that can stop you from accomplishing anything that you want in life. That is when you remain in the absolute. Now, that's the reason why I said uh, if you remain in the absolute and you withdraw from the relative, that's what way too many people have, have a problem with. They withdraw they, they set out to accomplish nothing, but they withdraw from the absolute and, and turn to the relative. What I mean by the relative, that there is something going on outside your life that is relative to your practicing, for example. So you, you create things, you create in your own mind things that stop you. For example, you say, oh, they changed the hours on my job, so I can't do it because of this. Or I can't do it because uh, now I have to, uh, a new thing has come into my life. I have to work on something else temporarily. I got to work on something else, or I got to do something else. Or you come up with all these reasons why it keeps you from practicing. That's what I'm talking about when when you withdraw from the absolute and you turn to the relative. That's what stops people from accomplishing great things in their life. They withdraw from the absolute because the subconscious mind only works to create. As long as you remain in the absolute with that kind of thinking in the absolute, there's nothing that is going to stop you. The subconscious mind goes to work and, and pushes you onward, keeps pushing you onward to go, go, go. And you can accomplish any great thing in your life because now you have your subconscious mind pushing you, bringing you new ideas, more ideas to accomplish your goal because that's the way the subconscious mind works. But when you start dealing in the relative, you start throwing these excuses and your subconscious mind will get busy working on the excuses. It will get busy and start finding new excuses for you. It just goes to accomplish whatever is going into it. Something that is so important. So, and I can tell you, the pure our intentions, we shall place ourselves in rapport with the subconscious. The pure our intentions. In other words, if you're doing something good. You want to accomplish something that is good. We, But first, when we get started with anything, we must have a clear concept of what we want and then convey it to the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind will receive it. You convey it clearly, get it clear in your mind and say to it what you want to accomplish. You know, you can say 
or speak clearly what you want, what you want it to accomplish, and it will go to work and begin to push you ahead so you can accomplish whatever it is that you're desiring. Now, there are really three great facts about the subconscious mind that you need to get clear in your mind and understand that this is the way it works, okay? Three great facts about it, okay? Number one, it's creative power, okay? It's a creative power. That's what it is. That's basically, that's all it is, a creative power. But do you notice, I didn't say in the negative or the positive. It creates whatever you're putting into it. That's what it's going to create, whatever goes into it, whether it's negative or positive. So I think it becomes very obvious that what you want to put into it, you don't want to be putting negative into it. You want to put nothing but the good, nothing but the affirmative, nothing but the positive into it. That's what you want because it is a creative power. Okay? Something else, number two, the second uh fact about the uh, conscious mind, the subconscious mind, it's uh, amenableness to suggestions. So it's always working. It's always working at all times. It's taking in all the suggestions that are going into it. So you have to be very aware of that. Because if you don't understand that about your own subconscious mind and you don't know that about your subconscious mind, something outside of you or someone outside of you will put suggestions into it. And if you don't do anything to counter it, you're going to start believing things. You can even begin to start believing things that are totally false. I think. All of you have seen this happen before. I think you're, you're, I think you're right now, if you really wake up to that fact, I think you can see it happening right now. It's happened many times throughout history. I mean, there have been powerful leaders that have taken groups out to uh, certain places in the world and, and had all those people just following them around. And they didn't realize what was happening but the power of suggestion was working. And the, the person with the, the power of using this power of suggestion to people, people that were vulnerable, just went right along with them and followed him. Many have even followed to their death. That's how powerful, that's what we're talking about here. The amenableness to suggestion. Okay, and another thing about it, uh, it's inability to work by any other means than the deductive method. Okay, that's the third thing. It's inability to work by any other means than the deductive method. What I explained already, the deductive method means that the subconscious mind just goes to work to create whatever suggestions are going into it. That's the only way it works. It only be, begins to create whatever is going into it. That's all. That's the only way it works. It doesn't question whether it's good or bad or any of that. It just gets busy 
creating it. If you can, if you remember what we talked about last week, I said the subconscious mind works just like the soil. The soil does not question what kind of seed you plant into it. The soil doesn't question if you plant a potato seed or an apple seed. It doesn't question it. Whichever one you plant into it, it just gets busy and begins to create it. What we're talking about here, that's how your subconscious mind works. It just gets busy through the deductive method, just gets busy and creates what's going into it. So if you're speaking limitations about yourself, if you're speaking poor health, if you're speaking any negative thing about yourself, if you're thinking any negative thing about yourself, your subconscious mind will get busy and create more of the same. Now, the subconscious is not limited by precedent. It just gets busy and creates the new. It doesn't need anything from the past. It doesn't care what happened in the past. It just gets busy and begins to create the new. So if you've had limitation in your entire life, means nothing, absolutely nothing to the subconscious mind. It will begin to create the new suggestions that are, you begin to put into it. Of course, it's not going to happen like magic overnight, but as long as you keep applying and putting brand new suggestions into it, it will get busy and start to work on them. It'll start to work on the new, the positive, the absolute. It will work for you. It is a great, it is one of your, it is the greatest friend that you can have. But when you don't understand it and you don't know how it works, it can be your greatest foe that you will ever have in life. It will make your life very difficult when you don't understand the way it works. This subject is so, so important. Now, you've heard this saying before. Maybe now you can start to think about it a little bit more. Take it a little bit more seriously because I know most people don't. I know most people don't take this, what I'm going to say to you very seriously, but think about it when you begin to understand your subconscious mind. The kingdom of heaven is within. Now, the great teacher never said anything about an afterlife, never spoke about an afterlife. He was talking about right now. The kingdom of heaven is within. We just explained to you how your subconscious mind works, how it can be your greatest, greatest friend, or it can be your greatest foe. Depending on what you are placing into it, what kind of suggestions you place about yourself into it. Now, let's have a discussion on this subject. Okay, welcome back. Um, the topic today is getting in touch with your subconscious, right? Right. Um, I, you have a lot of uh, 
of wor- vocabulary today. Right. I want to get into that and see why you're using those words. And, okay. And what they mean. Okay. So you talk first. You have uh, mentioned the mind having de- being deductive. Or the subconscious mind being Use, deductive. Uses deductive reasoning. What is, what is what do you mean by that? So because I I'm looking up the definition of deductive reasoning, uh-huh. and here's an example of uh, that kind of thought process. All muscles all muscles are made of living tissue. All humans have muscles, therefore all humans are made out of living tissue. So and they describe it as top up. So and uh, top down. So they're like starting with a big theory and then they're working their way down. What does that mean? As far as what do you mean by deductive reasoning? Deductive reasoning, uh, that's why I, last, last week I, I talked about the soil. You plant a seed in the ground, okay? Uh-huh. The, the soil doesn't question whether it's good. Oh, no, don't, don't plant tomatoes. Plant some, it doesn't question it like if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It doesn't question at all. It just gets busy creating. Yeah, but what, does that have, what do you mean by deductive I understand that concept. Well, that you just that's told me. that's a term that is used uh, by by the all the the, the teachers of uh, that teach the human mind how the human mind mm-hmm. reasons, the subconscious mind reasons. That is a term that they that they use deductive reasoning. I'm just using the same term, but I understand it. What I understand it to be when you're referring to the human mind, mm-hmm. is, is that the subconscious only gets busy and creates. In other words, it just, it, uh, let's see if I can use, make it a little more, uh, I, I understand the term, how mm-hmm. they use it and how it works, how the subconscious mind works. But let's say, in other words, it just breaks down anything in the way and just breaks, take, removes all obstacles Mm-hmm. It just removes obstacles and begins to go right through them. It 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 deducts. I I thought about it like this when I first started to understand. It deducts any obstacles in the way, mm-hmm. and just plows right through them. That's the way I began to understand how they were using the de- deductive reasoning. Just plowing right through all the mm-hmm. the other the things that are in the way, because that is what they refer to as inductive reasoning. What inductive reasoning means that, like what most people, most people work this way. Mm-hmm. They wanna, they wanna uh, 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 start working. Like I use a, uh, an instrument for an example. They start thinking about, well, I can go buy the instrument if this doesn't happen, or if I don't have enough money, I can't buy the instrument. So they start finding reasons that get in the way. Mm-hmm. They start reasoning and say, well, I can't practice today because of this, and I can't practice because of this. That's inductive reasoning, the way it's used when you're referring to the, to the subconscious mind. It, 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 it creates excuses, in other words. I can't do it today because of this, and I can't do it today. I can't stick on my diet because I'm over here. I have to go over here this week. Mm-hmm. I can't stick to this because of that. That makes that's, sense. That's inductive reasoning. So they have... Uh Here's a little bit more on deductive reasoning and inductive reasoning. So when they're talking about inductive reasoning, like you said, they take specific observations and you're going to broader conclusions. Right. Meaning, so here's an example. My neighbor's cat hisses at me daily. At the pet store, all the cats hiss at me. Therefore, all cats probably hate me. So, but that's a kind of an example of 
you see a small example, specific observation. Uh, it's I always run out of time to work out, and or uh, I'm always too tired at the end of the day to work out. Right. Therefore, I don't really like working out. Right. Or yeah. So you're go- taking your specific problems and turning them into a generalization about yourself. Right. That's that's dealing in the relative. That's what I talked about dealing in the relative because now your your goal is related to things happening around mm-hmm. you. You relate it to other things going on in your life. That's not the absolute. The absolute means you don't relate it to anything. You just get busy. You just keep going and going and going and going. It doesn't matter what happens in your life. You're going to make adjustments and you're just going to go. You're just going to keep moving forward. That's the absolute. So when you're dealing in the absolute, you can accomplish anything. As long as you remain in the absolute, nothing will stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get there too. Let's stick to the deductive. So that was the inductive, and I think that was pretty clear now. Uh, the deductive reasoning in theory, um, that goes from general ideas to specific conclusions. And I think that's where uh, we get the where the deductive reasoning of your subconscious mind because you have the general ideas of... I, um, general idea of maybe being, I want to have a lot of money or I have a lot of money thinking that way. And then you, your subconscious mind takes that and turns it into a specific conclusion of you having (laughs) the money. Right. Or you say, I want a better, I want to be a happier life. And then maybe the specific conclusions would be, I had a really good day today and next day is a good day. You know, that's. The subconscious will, will give you more ideas to accomplish your goal. It will keep giving you the affirmative, mm-hmm. the affirmative actions to take to whatever you're, you're placing into the subconscious. It will produce more and more ideas to get you there. That's, oh. that's the deductive uh, reasoning. It will, it will only produce more for you. Mm-hmm. Now, see, now, now we ha- I'm, I have it more clear now. So the deductive reasoning is you taking your general ideas of what you want, and you get specific conclusions right. of out of if you think if you place those general ideas in, you get specific conclusions out. Right. And then the inductive reasoning, the way that uh, we would want to avoid think, uh, thinking, is you take your specific observations or your problems, and then you turn that into generalization or broad conclusions about yourself. Right. Mm, that that makes sense to me now. I like it. Um, so then we were talking about the relative and the absolute. So yeah. when you say relative, you're talking about, um, relative, you're talking about judging people's or like making jub- judgments about your life based on what's happening to you right. around in your normal day. <laughs> so that's relative, making judgments relative to your physical outside life. Right. It's relating your goal to everything that's going on around you. You relate it to it. Mm-hmm. And I can't do it because of this, or this comes up, I can't do it, and I can't do it. That's relative. Yeah. Okay. The absolute, when you're dealing in, in the absolute, you're, you're just looking at your, the, the, your goal as an accomplished fact. You, all you're looking at is the accomplished fact. Okay, you're dealing in the absolute. So as long as you're looking at the accomplished fact and you continue to do that, there is all these things that are 
you you don't relate anything to it. Yeah. You just keep going forward right directly towards your goal. That's it. That makes sense with because I'm looking at the definition of absolute. It says not qualified or diminished in any way total. Um, here's another definition. Viewed or existing independently and not in relation to other things, right. not relative or comparative. Uh and also a value of principle, a value or principle which is regarded as universally valid or which may be viewed without relation to other things. So that makes sense to me. I like it. Uh, so now we have the, then you gave us three um, rules of the subconscious mind. Let's go over those one more time so we can have it clear. Uh, what's, what was the first one? The first one that it's, uh, it's uh, creative power. That it's uh let me let me get it that back. the subconscious mind has a creative power yeah uh the sub subconscious the subconscious mind is its creative power that's it that's why that's why I use the soil as an example if people can learn and understand that the subconscious mind works exactly the same as the soil I can say exactly i mean that's good enough for me because it's creative power. In other words, it works like the soil. You plant potatoes, you get potatoes. You plant weeds, you get weeds. I think everybody knows what I'm referring to. You plant nothing but the good in your subconscious, you, it will get busy and create it, what you're desiring, okay? But it, you can also plant weeds in the ground, right? You can plant weeds, and they're going to start growing. They're going to grow the same as a, as a potato uh, seed. They'll grow exactly the same. They both grow. It, the subconscious mind is just the creative power. It just creates whatever goes into it. Mm -hmm. So the, That's one thing about it. So the first one is that basically you— your subconscious mind is creating what you think about. Right. And it recreates that um, exactly. It gives you more and more of the same. It gives you what you put into it. Right. That's one. That's its creative power. Uh, what is two? Number two is uh, the uh, amenableness to suggestion. Okay. Okay. So uh, suggestions, you can put these suggestions, whatever you want, into the subconscious mind and it will be get busy producing it. Whatever suggestions you are putting into it yourself, it will be get busy and starts to brew. In other words, what kind of seed are you planting into the soil? It just gets busy and produces it. Mm -hmm. So it's amenableness to suggestion. Even, but the subconscious mind works like this, even if it's coming from outside you, if you're listening to somebody and you're accepting what they're telling you, they're using your mind and their control. They can begin to control you using their suggestions into your mind. And, and if people want evidence of that and proof of that, commercials on TV, we've mentioned that mm -hmm. before. That's why they, these people that do commercials, they're not crazy. They're not crazy when they spend two, three million, five million, ten million to to bombard your mind with, mm -hmm. with their products. They're not crazy. They know what they're doing because they know this about the subconscious mind, amenableness to suggestion. So what we have for definition of amenable or amenable 
is open and responsive to suggestion, easily persuaded or controlled. Right. Capable of being acted upon in a particular way, susceptible to, and then some similar uh, words, words with similar definitions, compliant, uh, controllable, right, susceptible, right, receptive. And I think so number two is kind of a, a bit of a warning. Right. To, exactly. To be aware be aware that your your subconscious mind is always listening and can be influenced by the things that you're putting into it. Right. Or that are put into it are, are out, being put into without, it. Without yeah, without your knowing. Um so be aware of that. Right. And take control over what goes in. Right. Because see, there's more power. There is much more power when you're putting the suggestions into it. Yeah. The subconscious is will get to work with the suggestions you're putting into it. But if you're not putting any, any really any types, in other words, if you've got a bunch of little weak suggestions, like you're just letting it run on its own because you don't understand the way it works, and you're hearing somebody outside of you, they're putting them into it, and you've, if you attend, let's say, for example, you attend an organization and you're open to what they're suggesting to you, if, as long as you're open to it, they can start putting all these suggestions, and if you keep going, you keep attending, in time, you're going to start believing what everybody else is believing there. It's called, it, it, it's referred to the group mind. You can begin to follow the group, and it is very powerful when you're following the group because not only are you getting the suggestions from one person, but now you're beginning to get it from more people. So the subjective mind, sub, uh, the subconscious mind, subjective mind, doesn't question whether it's good or bad. It just begins, gets you to begin to believe what they're telling you. I think everybody has seen that happening right now in the days that we're living yeah. in. I think people can see it happening now. And if people want to watch it, there's a, we have a very current example of it. There's two shows on right now um, about a real life cult one was called uh, it was called axiom and there's two shows there's one on hbo uh, called uh, the vow and then there's a new one that is came out on stars called seduced and basically it shows the process of well the vow really goes into great detail and shows the whole thing of how these people ran into this self-help kind of group and it turned out to be the leader of it kind of ended up having like a sex cult right so that and it shows the whole process of that and um, it just shows like, and then in the the seduced one the, uh, on stars, they should kind of go into it, and you see how brainwashed basically that you they were by the end, right. you know, because it was a young girl who joins them, and uh, she starts off as in you know finding this group, giving her direction, and she liked that. She giving her own sense of um, individuality. And by the end, you know, she's not talking to her family and right. she is totally convinced that they're doing all of these insane things to her uh, to help her become a better person. <laughs> so they're able to, you know, trick you into, into amazing things. Well, that's uh, uh, Charles Manson. It's a great example of that. Yeah. I mean, he got, he got all these young people to go kill for him. Yeah. And, and then you take Jim Jones, who took all these people to South America. Yeah. And, and then this over here in Waco, Texas. Yeah. It's another, there's many examples of 
of people that are, that learn that really learn how to control somebody else's subconscious mind mm-hmm. they're good at it and they use it and 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 people don't know what's happening to and, them they don't realize what's happening to them and that's one of the things they talk about because uh for example the guy who led the the cult in this axiom um he liked to kiss everyone on the lips uh-huh. So you're a new member. You like these people. You've known them for a while. Then you go and meet the leader, and everyone's kissing them on the lips. Yeah. All the women, all even the men, I think, and uh, and their whole thing is telling you it's like if you have a problem with that, or you start to feel yourself like, oh, everyone else is doing it, then I must have it must be my problem that I don't want to kiss them right. on the lips. Right. So then by the end of it, you're kissing them on the lips too. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's just it's just interesting. Yeah. Uh what's the last the third uh rule about the subconscious mind? Uh it's it's inability mm-hmm. to work to work by any other means than by the deductive method. Which we went over. We went over the deductive mm-hmm. method. It just it just goes right through anything else. It just headed for the goal. Mm-hmm. It just takes you in the direction of the goal. It can't work mm-hmm. any other way. Put your general ideas of what you want in, and you get specific conclusions out of that. Specific conclusions. that, And it can't work any other way. It doesn't question whether what you're doing is good or bad. That's what happens to all those people. It's not questioning what they're doing is good or bad. It just gets busy and makes you believe it, that it's mm-hmm. true, what they're telling you. Well, I think we covered over most everything that we talked about. And uh, maybe um, maybe people should go back and, and hear the talk one more time in case they uh, missed any of it. And I think it will be pretty very clear for them now. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll come back next week with a new show.